are back again, live on a Friday night. I am the comrade. The revolutionary is still out of town. Uh, but this is the One Man Revolution podcast. Uh, joining me tonight is... Me. And... The artist. Perfect. Uh, that's everyone tonight. So we'll see. We'll see how how far this one goes. Uh, it seems to me that when we do these remote shows, they tend to run a little quicker. But that's okay. Uh, sometimes we don't need to talk for three hours. <laughs> we have a lot of nonsense. Rhonda sandwich uh, stuff to talk about. I mean, he's he's kind of making himself a nuisance at this point. It's there's way too much going on. Um, it has been. 856 days, or two years, four months, and six days, depending on how sane or insane you'd like to be about your time passage, since uh, Joe Biden took office. And uh, Ron DeSantis has officially declared his presidential campaign. (laughs) All right. Did that come through on the sound? It didn't, but I got you. Hang on. There you go. Thanks. (laughs) Canadian, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a Sweetwater Lazy Hazy Double IPA. Nice. Don't float the mainstream sober, I think is what it means. If, I, I really uh, wish it was called the Lazy Hazy. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, 8.7%? Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Artis, what yeah. do you got? Uh, I have an IBC cream soda. Perfect. And it's invisible. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> invisible IBC. <laughs> no C IBC. Yeah, that's what the I stands for is invisible uh, bottle of cream soda. Bottle of cream soda. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Canadian. Perfect. Uh, I'm finishing off what's left of a of a beautiful pour of a rye whiskey from England, courtesy of the Thespian, and um, I've got a small beer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's nine percent. Uh, this is a ten percent, uh, <laughs> nineteen ounce IPA. Because I'm home. They should just call that a bad idea. Yeah. I, it's uh, three dollars. What are you now. doing with that teeny tiny beverage? I thought you were. Thought you were I'll a drinker. Do, I'll do an invitation of the comrade on the second half. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> I just fall out of the chair. Yeah, no, this is a terrible idea, but I have nowhere to be tonight, so screw it. Hey, listen, um, good time. Yeah, so that's awesome. Anyway, uh, by the way, this is like Ben the Beer at Fringe this year, uh, so that's cool. Um, yeah, local news, the Orlando Fringe Festival's been going on for the past couple weeks, and this weekend is the last weekend, uh, yeah. so I have a couple of odd straggler shows, uh, so that's been a lot of fun. Um I haven't been able to make any of them this week, really? but I'm uh. going to do it up this weekend. So, I did a couple of late nights this this past week during the week. Uh, weekday Fringe is low-key awesome because there's nobody yeah. there. Um, yeah. But I saw a show called Multitudes uh, mm-hmm. by a guy named Tim, whose last name escapes me. Very nice guy. He plays like seven roles, and it's a one-man show. It's crazy. Um, but it's kind of an interesting exploration of like – cults and cults of personality and like modern impact with that. It, I don't know. It's, it, it was, it was well done. It was kind of creepy, kind of cool. Uh, really well done. Um, anyway, it's, that's, that's fringe show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I love French. Kind of cool. Really well done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes not well done. Uh, we saw a couple shows that were not great, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to name them because, uh, we don't do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of creepy things that aren't so good, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis decided to announce his presidential campaign with a live stream on Twitter. And it went about as well as a bird made of bricks. It's uh, a Twitch stream. Go figure. Yeah. It was, it was a, tr- I didn't bother to write, watch it because why? Um, also I've uninstalled Twitter on my phone, so I don't check it anymore. Uh, but, um, every news outlet was all over it and apparently it was just glitchy as hell. And it went from like over a million live viewers to under 300,000 because they had to cancel the original stream from Elon Musk's account and go to an alternate account because it just stopped working. I, I don't know. It was, it was a mess. So um, there are lots of Elon Musk fanboys. Hmm. Musk boys. Is that musky musky boys? Muskrats. 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 I like muskrats. Yeah, but we need to make it. Muskrats are just like fan, like Trump rats, but these guys are in love. So they're musky boys. Musky boys with an I. Yeah, with an I. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and they will tell you what a genius Elmo is because he fired 90% of the Twitter staff, and Mm -hmm. Twitter's still up and running just fine. Perfectly. No problems. That's why it failed because he doesn't know how his shit runs, and he convinced Ron DeSandwich that he needs to uh, do this on Twitter because, let's face it, the guy can't face a crowd. No, no. I was wondering how he's going to do an announcement because people are going to like ask him questions, and he's going to get all petulant and, mm-hmm. and stop off. So he has to do it remotely, and, yeah, it fails. So, yeah, yeah, total nightmare. Um, but... I- yeah, I, I, I cannot wait to see what kind of like like debate format, you know, discussion formats, the, the, things like that, that 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 DeSantis and Trump want to do because it doesn't matter how they try to do it, it's gonna be a, a utter disaster. It's just gonna I, fall apart. I think I I did this in the in the chat. Maybe we should wait for the revolutionary to get back. Hmm. But I think we need the betting dollar on. What prime after which primary Ron DeSantis uh, leaves the race? Okay, yeah. Let me make a note here. Uh, he's, he's not going to last. He he he's already having so many. For a guy who had six months to prepare, uh-huh. he's done a shitty job, and I think that's just an, he's a shitty guy in a shitty doing a shitty job as governor, being a shitty guy. So, so that, you want to bet yeah. on how long it takes for DeSantis to pull out of the primary? Yes, yes. When does he withdraw his? Primary? So, so, so we want to know how weak Don Ron's pullout game is. Yeah. <laughs> I how see what you did there. Don has to pull out. Okay. Um. I don't think he will. I th- I think that uh, he can't. He, I, he he's, I think he's got so much money, right? He's so well funded. He's got the thing. The he, thing. How much money does he have? I don't think he was that well funded. He's hitting up. He's squeezing his uh, his uh, lobbyists for money. That's a whole another thing that's against the law. Well, well yeah. Um, he's got. Interesting. Okay. So according to the New York Times, uh, the the campaign has claimed they raised $8 million in the first day. Right. Um, and and they're, who, they're, who else donated? 
Um, well, they're anticipating the super PAC supporting him is anticipating a budget of two hundred million dollars. So we'll see how that goes. So, um, what was what was the budget on the last presidential election? That was a billion dollars. Uh, President Trump brought in something like two hundred, two or three hundred million from donors. Yes, but he didn't. He didn't. I mean, he didn't spend. I think the total was was in the billions. I know Barack Obama spent a billion dollars. Yeah. Let's find out. So if you think you're going to get $200 million and you start off by falling on your face, you're not going to raise a lot of money. I bet they expected to raise $50 million on that first day and got eight. According to OpenSecrets.org, yeah. the 2020 – this is their headline. Most expensive ever, 2020 election cost fourteen point four. billion billion dollars that's how much it costs but we're not that's 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 everybody primaries and main election so so the primary funding doesn't need nearly as much as the presidential campaign does right Um, because because but primaries are all about manipulating the media they're not about funding they're about knowing how to talk and where to talk and who to talk to yeah, then it's and about spending. that's where you get your money because people say, "Ooh, I'm going to bet on this horse because he can win." Right. Ron DeSantis, if you've seen the the uh, him in Iowa mm-hmm. where he's getting in the booth to have his mm-hmm. pig sandwich or whatever, and the guy says, "Hi, what's your name, Tim?" and he goes, "Okay," and pushes by and goes sits in the chair, right. and it's just like that's not you don't win elections that way. But now, now to be clear, that fourteen billion dollars. Uh, is every election? It's, it's every, that's not yeah. just the presidential. That's okay. everything. Okay. Every election. Yeah, that's all. That but, but the presidential's in the billions per campaign. Per yeah, per campaign. Yes. Um, let's see. How here we go? It's estimated that President Biden spent a billion dollars. Well, well, President Trump spent about seven hundred and ten million. Right, and he got a lot more free airtime because he's, you know, being well, because the, the media doesn't know how to stop slobbering on that knob. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's so, so knob slobber. Two hundred million is not going to cut it. If that's what they expect to raise, they're already falling short. And the fact that they didn't uh, uh, do better, I, 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 I'm optimistic that he will. Fail entirely because he's such a horrible human being. But mm. but who knows? Maybe he'll succeed. Maybe he'll get his shit together. What's Maybe interesting? What's, what's interesting? I think about the whole thing is um, again this question of how effective DeSantis's legislative efforts have been in Florida in terms of establishing a campaign platform. Because that's what we've been talking about here for the past year or so. Is uh, what he's doing in the state of Florida isn't meant to help or fix or improve or do anything right for anybody in this state. He's he's railroading us hard. Um, yeah. What it's meant to do is show the kind of presidential campaign, uh, presidential candidate he is. Mm-hmm. So if, don't, if, if the rest of the nation's donors really like that vision, it could yeah. be, a, because the thing, the thing about it is right. Well, we, what we have, which is a very rare thing is we have a person running for president who very recently enacted a series of laws. Like he demonstrated the kinds of laws he's willing to sign and wants to sign. So we know exactly what to expect out of him as president. If he gets enough control in Congress, 
I don't think the Congress is going to flip. I don't think there's a lot of risk of many things changing in terms of, you know, Senate and House balance in, in, in 2024. Um, we're, yeah, kind of, a, we're kind of we're kind of at parity right now, right? Like everything's kind of balanced. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're a tip either way. Yeah. Which, which I think segues nicely into this ongoing debt discussion. Um, well, yeah, the, the, I wanted to add one more thing oh, about yeah, yeah. before we segued off of it. Um, he, he, uh, has shown through those bills he passed mm-hmm. that he is a racist and a bigot. Oh yeah. And, and that may appeal to some people, but it doesn't appeal to a general election populace. And every single freaking donor knows it. Every but, major donor knows that it won't appeal in a general. And he has to find a way to walk that back or uh-huh. he's going to get hammered. I, I hear mm-hmm. you, but but I don't I don't think Trump had a lot of general election appeal. No, and he lost. No, but he won once. Yeah, but he won once against somebody who had even less even general, less general election. election. Yeah, fair, fair. <sighs> I mean, he's running. He's going to run against, assuming they both live, and that's a whole other story to talk about. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, who, who everybody says, yeah, we, I don't want to vote for him. He's he's just an old guy. I don't. I want mm-hmm. somebody young. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, he's I, also really he's also really likable and actually pretty good at his job. Versus unlikable guy who is a racist bigot and who is clearly bad at his job. I mean, the, yeah. those two are just going to—he's going to get killed. Mm-hmm. I—I don't think. Yeah, I don't think DeSantis stands a chance against Biden in a general election. No. I think that falls apart completely. But I also yeah. don't think a rematch of 2020 is is going to go well for Trump. Like, I, I don't—I no. I haven't done any research into this, but I. My gut says rematch elections are going to like it's going to reelect the guy who won the first time. Like, I don't believe people make up more ground from one election to the next in reelection and in, in secondary. We've only, well, we've not only to mention had, a lot of Trump supporters are in jail right now. Well, we've only ever had this once happen on the presidential scale. OK. And that was Calvin. Not Calvin's cool. Who, who the fucking guy is number 21 and 23. Um. Maybe it's Coolidge. Is it Coolidge? Uh, Arthur. Arthur. No, Chester A. Arthur died. Yeah, twenty first. He was Arthur was the twenty first president. So it's not twenty. It's twenty and twenty two. I don't know. I just I googled President twenty one. By the way, Garfield. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go look. Garfield was there. assassinated, so no, it's not Garfield either. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, you you do your you do your Google food. And we'll find out. Robert, Robert Cleveland was the 22nd and 24th president of the United States. Oh, so so he won. He lost to Benjamin Harrison, who then died. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, okay, all right. Well, in that case, I want to bring in the the discussion topic. Uh, that I wanted to kind of sit on, but I feel like that's a good time to do it, and we'll come back to the other stuff later. Um, Diane Feinstein mm-hmm. is like a thousand years old and yeah, at least recently missed the better part of a year of senatorial, uh, duties. And she came back, uh, basically it's, it's like weekend at the Senator's 
Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 terrible. It's weekend, but she, she's being pushed around in a wheelchair. She argued with a, a reporter that she missed any time in the Senate at all. She said, "No, I've been there the whole time." That's not yeah. great. So what we're running into, we we've talked about. I believe it's the the Fourteenth Amendment has an article mm-hmm. in it about removal of the president for a lack of mental facilities to to operate. Or is yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. The, it's the twenty twenty fifth. Twenty fifth Amendment. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. That's. No, anyway, it doesn't matter. To life, liberty, and 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 property. Oh, okay. Uh, so the twenty fifth Amendment has has uh, guidances on how to remove a president who is no longer capable of operating in the office, but there right. is no codification of how to remove a sitting senator or a sitting congressman from right. their office if they are no longer capable of functioning. Uh, yeah. there's, it's up to the Senate to do it, and they're not going to. Yeah, yes and no, right? So so there's been a lot of interesting discussion about this. Clearly, Feinstein is not capable of, of performing the duties of her office. She just isn't. Uh, that's not ageist. That's not sexist. She's ill and old, and that's the end of the discussion. Um, yeah, she doesn't know where she is that she's not doing the job. She's senile. Right? It, like, it's a tragedy on a personal level. It's it's horrible. That I don't wish that on anybody, but we can't afford to have a senile Democrat in a split Senate. We, we can't. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I did see an interesting theory, and, and this is just... Take it as a fan theory on, on a movie, right? That Pelosi has been leveraging for uh, – is Schumer in the Senate or he's in the House? Schumer's in the Senate, right? Yeah. There's somebody in the House that Pelosi is trying to get into the Senate, and she's trying to hold the seat by keeping Feinstein there until – the next election cycle or something like that. This you know, that's already so Feinstein has already said she's not going to run. And there's already three democratic congressmen who are trying to run for her seat. Right. Right. So, so the way to hold it would be to get her to go and appoint one of them now. Well, that, so, so that's, yeah. Yeah. That, that, and they were discussing how the governor, I believe the governor of California gets to appoint her replacement. Um, so I don't, it's a mess, but <sighs> I, I feel like this is an open question, but I also feel like I know the answer. Do we think there should be codification for the removal of people from office, or is that a bad idea? I, mean, uh, I know that there's I, a number of people I'd love to have removed from office. I think you need you need that ability, um, especially in federal offices. I mean, states run their own business, so they can write their own thing, but there ought to be a federal law that says, hey, if you meet certain criteria, you can be removed from your in, and replaced by the governor. Um, mm. But I think the criteria need to be very, very strict because mm. otherwise you're going to have this. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I got elected as a Republican governor. I'm going to pull back all my Democratic senators and put in my Republican babies. Right? That's that's the double edged sword. Exactly. So, yeah, it's so you have to have a very high bar. Right. Not that I Diane Feinstein meets that high bar. Um, I mean, I think, it, it comes back yeah. again to this idea of all of our representatives being well above the average age of, of, of and, the American populace. And that's really that's really the key. There's there's two key things that that would prevent this from ever really occurring. The first one is term limits. Mm-hmm. 
The second one is age limits. You can't run for office if you're over the age of 80. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not not that we don't think people over the age of 80 are not capable of doing the job. But that means you can run at 78 and be there till you're 84, right? You're not going to be there till you're 90 because we know people between 80 and 90 and 90 and 100 people yep. degenerate. That's right. just human. Not ages, it is human. Yep, that's me- it's medical science. You can't you can't argue with it. And, and yeah, not everybody does, but yeah, not all men, right? I mean, that's the the same kind of it's the inverse of that, I guess. Yep. Um, that that better safe than sorry. But let's let's do that because also as a ninety year old in the Senate, you are not representing people of your state because no. nobody else in your state is ninety years old. Well, so. Yeah, go ahead, artist. I will also um, say, as a strict constitutionalist, when the when the founding fathers wrote the Constitution, how long? How what was the average life expect, expectancy in seventeen seventy six? Yeah, well, it, was, so, it was about fifty eight years. They, or something. The way that, the way they wrote it, they did not intend for people to live that long. They were not expecting Congress people <laughs> to be that old in office. <laughs> Uh, so, okay. So, so here's kind of where I, what I've been trying to find. I can't find a good, a good chart to represent the data that I'm looking for, but I'm trying to find the bell curve for, uh, us age distribution, right? Like, like the population distribution of age. And the idea would be that when you reach the fourth quartile, right, the highest end, you're no longer eligible for office, Right. Which is yeah. it's a tricky thing, right? Because because I, I would say, I would I would qualify that by saying when you reach that fourth quartile, that's mm-hmm. the last that's time your last term. Have. Yeah, that's your last term. And the, and the idea being, you know, so for, for those that don't know, a bell curve is that you know, it's low on low on each side and high in the middle, and it's divided into quarters, so in half and then half again, um, to represent most every normal data model, like like any any normal natural data you can collect with statistical significance. You, you, you had high school teachers or yes. college professors who graded on a curve and they That's were graded the on. That's the one. These were the most and yeah. S were low and A's were low. And mm-hmm. yeah. And there's a thing called standard deviation, which is not exactly quartile, but yeah, say if you're outside that standard deviation, now you can't, mm-hmm. can't run. Well, it's how many standard deviations from the mean do you want to, Cut it right. Which I, I think there'd be a lot of cool statistical analysis you could do to come up with that model. Um, and, and the but, idea but, being that it's flexible based on the average age of the population, right? It's not like a, a written in stone. You know, as of 1997, the right. average age was this, and that's the that's the rule. Like, no, no. The other thing is term limits. You term right. limit people out. I mean, we have this corruption problem because people are in there. I mean, Joe Biden. I'm not going to say he's corrupt, but he was in there for 40 years. Oh, he's absolutely corrupt. Uh, he uh, Pelosi. made the that benefited himself. If yeah. Nancy Pelosi, was Pelosi clearly... Mitch McConnell, uh, uh, Chuck Schumer, I can almost guarantee is in that list. Like, Yeah, all those guys are yeah. in there. So you, 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 you term limit them out. Mm-hmm. So you say you got three, you got 18 years as a senator. Goodbye. So this you is got, where th- this is my opportunity to bring my this opportunity to bring in my idea again. Um, you you can't. So here's the thing about term limits, right? What we're asking is for the people sitting in a governing body to actively vote against themselves. Um, 
it's interesting because it kind of raises the same philosophical question about how did women gain the vote? <laughs> like if all if only men can vote and and women want the vote but they're not represented, how do women get the vote? It's the same kind of problem where how do you get enough people in office who are willing to vote themselves less money and less time in office? And and I think a band-aid, not a permanent solution, but a band-aid is some kind of uh, running clock on how much money you make while you're in office, right? Yeah. And and part of that would require full disclosure of all assets. Maybe we don't require um, um, getting rid of those assets. There, there's this idea where you can where you can surrender your assets into a blind trust. The idea being, um, you as a policymaker can't influence your monetary reimbursement in in investments by enacting policy. So you don't know where your money is. You don't know where it's being held. So if you do things and economy go up, you go up. If economy go down, you go down, but that's about all, you know, um, we could do the blind trust thing. Again, I think that's impossible to get the legislature to vote for, but I think we can get enough votes to have transparency in assets. And then we have a running clock that says, as of the day you take office, we start tracking every penny you make. And from zero until some arbitrary number, it could be $5 million, it could be $50 million, it could be you know, $500,000, whatever. The moment that profits tracker hits that number, that's your last office term. So if you're in it for the money, you can do that real quick. You can make all your money right up front, just be corrupt as shit, make all your money in one or two terms, and out you go and you're done. But that's okay. You've got your money. But if you're dedicated to fixing things and being in there for the long term to help fix problems and be a representative, you don't you don't double dip. You make sure that you're not making any more money than your salary, and you can stay in office for a really long time. Um, I think that's a cool way to encourage more honest behavior from our representatives uh, without without w- with with the possibility that it may still actually get enacted uh, artist. OK, so I know on the state level, at least some states, you have the ability to uh, put you have the ability as a regular citizen to put forth laws like via petition. Like if you get enough signatures, it's something that goes on the ballot, that's, and then if the like a ballot resolution. State. So, so in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. um, you can petition for an amendment to the Constitution on the ballot okay. by a number of signatures. Uh, it's okay. It's a big, big number, but if you get yeah. enough signatures, the amendment goes straight to the people to vote as a as as an amendment to the Florida Constitution. But every okay. state's a little different, so I don't know how far-reaching that is okay so as a suggestion Mm. we could write up a law exactly as you're proposing on the state level and try and get that implemented in as many states as possible that have that ability and then if we have enough states that we've been able to influence the elections by decorrupting them yeah then maybe we can enact it on the federal level. There's there's a piece of legislation whose official name escapes me, but it's basically mm-hmm. like the the Women's Protections and Freedoms Amendment uh, or something to that effect. 
um, that has been sitting in legislation purgatory for, I want to say, 20 years, maybe Mm -hmm. longer, because we have 35 out of the 38 states signing off on it. And the last two or three states that we need won't do it. So I like your idea. I like where your head's at. I like the idea of changing things on a small level and then growing it. But um, I don't – I want – okay, so the way, the way I like to frame this, this mental exercise is mm-hmm. macro solutions for macro problems, mm-hmm. micro solutions for local problems. Right. So I don't think yeah. I don't think term limits and and corruption is a is as big of an impact on our day to day life on the state level as it is on the federal level. Um, and if, if a state wants to enact a policy mm. like that, I'm voting for mm. it tomorrow. But I don't think it's but part like, of the time and effort. But like, say, for example, um, money out of politics, like okay. something general like that, where even on the state level. You've got super PACs. You've got uh, oh, sure. outside influences. Well, like you, we could we could come up with a ballot resolution that would say in Florida, Citizens United does not apply. That's not how that works. The that's not how it works. The Supreme Court supersedes okay. that. Uh, okay. So what? Welcome to how the election cycle works. It's insane. Um, okay. Step number. So. I've got like a I've got like a tier list of things that I think need to happen. One of those mm-hmm. things in like the top three or top five is we need federal regulation and oversight on the Democratic National Committee and the Republican National Committee. You're talking about super PAC money and local politics. That happens through the party, right? So a super mm-hmm. PAC doesn't come up with with an agreement with Joel Greenberg. They come up with an agreement with the Republican National Committee. Which is a nonprofit private operation. It's a 501c3 or c4. I'm not sure which. I'm not an expert. But the idea being it's a nonprofit where they take in all the donations and then they disperse the donations to the politicians in their campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll have a super PAC stating XYZ, you know, for a Republican or a Democrat on, on your mm-hmm. local news channel. But that money went through the party. That money does not go through the candidate and their campaign. That's mm-hmm. not, that's unfortunately that is the two party system lockdown. All of the mm-hmm. money funnels through these unsupervised, unregulated, private, non for profit organizations mm-hmm. with with a lot of corruption. Let's just put it that way. Uh, so those need to be regulated. We need transparency in the funding. We need to understand who is getting what money, where, and how. And none of it's None of it's controlled. None of it's dispersed. None of it's disclosed. Mm-hmm. It's a nightmare. Um, Citizens United reversing that decision is another one. I, I, but honestly, uh, regulating the national committees and eliminating lobbying—top two, in my opinion—because if you eliminate lobbying, you eliminate super PACs. If you eliminate super PACs, you eliminate the need for the DNC and the RNC mm-hmm. as money launderers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Allegedly, I don't know. That's that's my mm-hmm. assumption. I there's no evidence that they're actually laundering cash, but uh, yeah. they it seems criminal to me. Just just the whole up and down the structure of it doesn't seem like it should be legal. Or it, if there is no law against it, it should it's certainly not ethical. Uh, I remember. Oh, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, no, but 
Yeah, I remember um, many years back there was a ballot initiative, uh, like anti gerrymandering, and I don't know if they got enough <laughs> if if if, the, if if they got enough uh, vo- signatures mm-hmm. or if they got voted down or if it passed, but then they never actually did anything with it. Are you talking the like, federal it, level or the state level? No, on the state level, okay. I, I believe. Definitely didn't uh, get passed. Definitely didn't get passed. Yeah, there are the state of Florida has mm-hmm. a number of guidelines mm-hmm. that determine if the new voting districts are legal or not. Mm-hmm. And this is actually, if you kind of want to trace the timeline back to when when Ron DeSantis decided the rules no longer apply to him, he's going to be the Florida fascist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was with the new uh, voting districts after his 2018 election. Um, because every every so often the the voting districts need to be redrawn to to mm-hmm. accommodate for the new population. every 10 years 10 years thank you as a result of the census yep so so every 10 years it needs to be redrawn um the way, and the way it works is the this the Florida legislature draws up the maps they send yeah. the maps over to the governor for approval yeah if the if the legislature is run by democrats it's basically democrats in control of it if it's republicans like they have a tendency to skew one way or the other. Certainly. But but Republicans have really run away with it. Well, so that's where that's where I was going. Uh, in this most mm-hmm. recent example, you know, following the 2020 census in 2021, the new uh, the new uh, districts were laid out in such a way as to not be legal at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so the legislature put through dozens of drafts of of districts of new districts and the governor rejected every single one because they are not finalized until the governor says yes which seems like a problem to me um so in the end what ended up happening was because because the entire florida legislature is controlled by republicans the legislature asked the governor well why don't you you know what we don't know what we're doing clearly why don't you draw up the new maps so he drew up the new maps and sent it off to the legislature. They voted for it. They sent it back to him, and he approved it. But they're not constitutional. They, 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 they were illegal districts by the Florida Constitution. So I guess we just defaulted back to the previous district map. I'm not really sure how or what or how or why. Like, it, the, sto- the news stories just kind of, like, evaporated at that point. But it was this, it was a massive clusterfuck. And... To my understanding, we're just on the old district maps. So, so, the, so, even though we've been adding two to three hundred thousand new people a year in this state, we haven't accommodated those new people and the new population distribution with our district maps. Uh, so, what ended up happening was the 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 old gerrymandered districts continue to exist the way they do. And if you look at a Florida map and voting districts and how they how they are represented, or even by county. Basically, what you see is Miami-Dade is blue, uh, Tampa bluish, mm-hmm. Central Florida, greater Orlando area blue, um, Tallahassee blue, and Jacksonville blue. And the rest of it's red, except for a couple of small bits here and there. And uh, as with everywhere else in this great nation of ours, uh, all the blue areas are where the most people live. And then everything else that's red is where the least people live. Um mm-hmm. But the the upshot of it is we don't have accurate representation of our people, uh, and no and, and and gerrymandering falls under that same pr- 
problematic guideline as uh, term limits. You're asking for the people sitting in office who were elected by those voting districts to change how they got elected, potentially losing their job in the next voting cycle, right? That artist, you got a, you got a great job. You're making 180,000 a year. I do. That's amazing. Right? Like it's awesome. <laughs> you're you're kicking butt. You don't even have to show up to work as long as you're calling people and you got a couple of aides showing up to to do a couple of uh uh hears every now and again. But mm-hmm. your job requires you to change the rules of the job to make you ineligible for it in 2 years. Are you going to mm. do that? If uh if I had any let's see what's the word i'm looking for morals um mor- <laughs> i don't know say morals uh val- values oh wait no no, no get away get ethics away, get away if from, i was ethical no get away from the concept of, of politics i'm just talking to job you got a great job you're working for the mouse mm-hmm. as an animator right and you're just kicking butt you're 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 animating this you're animating that you're doing this you're doing mm-hmm. that making lots and lots of money but uh the mouse says hey we need you to stop animating, and what we need you to do is start submitting your drawings to an AI generator mm-hmm. so that in two years we won't need your job anymore, right? Is mm. that going to make you feel good? Is that going to be a thing you want to do every day? Well, I mean, if I'm drawing <laughs> by hand, my hands hurt sometimes if I'm drawing too much. Yeah, suddenly, so. suddenly you can't draw so much. Suddenly you can't vote so much. Suddenly you don't want to show up so much, right? So – that's what I'm talking about, right? Like, mm-hmm. like what we're saying is, here are these people making a good salary with excellent benefits, who are mm-hmm. told, or who are asked, who are who are like the people. <laughs> and this is the funny part: the people that hire the legislators, us the voters, mm-hmm. immediately turn around and go, "Hey, congratulations on your new election. Make sure you can't get elected next year." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like that. No, on no reasonable level will that ever happen. Apropos right. of a forced legislature from somewhere else, like it, would, like it would have to be some kind of a Supreme Court finding or executive action, and at that point, it may an executive action may be unconstitutional on that level. But mm-hmm. I, I don't see I don't see a real solution where real human beings actively deny themselves a career. I I, I think you I think you can find that. I'll just yeah. with you okay slide. okay. But but not in the current climate. No, right. No. You, you, won't, you won't find that in the current way pe- elections are run. But if there was a groundswell of people who resoundedly made people say, "No, I'm not going to be in Congress more than ten years," if that was if that was an important thing from a groundswell perspective, from from an average person perspective, you find people getting elected who were not doing that. Well, and then you would find things. You would find that the the change is there, right? I mean, that kind of goes back to what the artist suggested while you were away for a minute. Of like on a local level, on a, on a state level, you right. enact these these term limits. But I think if we take I mean, the artist idea, that. if we take the artist idea, and we take what you were just saying, Canadian, and we think about it, what we can say is it would not be difficult to to have a grounds a grassroots organization mm-hmm. that is a massive fundraiser for a party that also demands. That as a representative, you vote for this thing. And if you do not, you are gone on the next term. We're going to vote for the next guy. Correct. We Mm -hmm. will primary you and you will be gone. But the amount of organization that would require is insane. 
Um, yeah. I, and I think, and back to the political climate problem, when you have, especially right now, right, especially when if, if the Republicans get any level of majority control, shit hits the fan at Mach 4. Um, we need to make sure that the Democrats maintain some level of control to just to kind of keep things temperate. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to play that game. It's really hard to play that game because if you're primarying every person, every term, it's difficult to keep people motivated and find good quality candidates every term for that seat. Um, yeah. And the other party's not going to do the same thing. So, yeah, no, I mean, the, the, other, the other party does. They, they primary people who don't support the NRA, right? I mean, it's, it's right. a proven track record right. of to do. Uh, it just takes it takes. 20 years to develop. Yeah. And it requires, um, and it requires uh, a multi-billion dollar news organization right. and it requires incredible marketing and messaging. That's always on yeah. the same tone. It requires yeah. propaganda. It requires yeah. the building blocks of fascism. I will not say propaganda. I will, it requires marketing. Because uh, propaganda so, be uh, lies. Right. Go, ahead. No, no. go ahead. Because propaganda is spinning a lie is the truth. That's what it is. Okay. And this is not we're not. Nobody's spinning a lie about term limits, right? Okay. We need people not to be. People are getting fabulously wealthy because they spend too much time in Congress. That right. is not a that's a problem. Lie. Yep. Right. That's a problem. People lose touch with their constituents because they've got this job. They don't do their work. Mm-hmm. Marco Rubio. Mm-hmm. Because they're just going to get reelected again. So yep. make it so they can't. Right. 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 But um, the only way to make it so they can't is by by them and their colleagues voting for it. Right, exactly. So you've got a lot of people who are going to vote for it, who are yeah. saying, yeah, you're right, this is a good idea. Yeah. Um, and in, in gentler times, it wouldn't be easy. Now it's not possible because we literally have one group of people pointing a gun at our heads, at the head of democracy, saying, give me, give me money or I kill this dog. Right. That's that's really oh, what it is. Yeah. The debt. De- de- yeah. So, well, I mean, but the, met, right now it's the debt ceiling and, and all that. But it's metaphysically, metaphorically the same thing on every single item. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's the same. There, There is. Oh, I remember I heard this a very, very long time ago, and it requires a remarkably cynical attitude to really subscribe to this concept. But. And, and, and you can – it's a great analogy. Um, in terms of a relationship, the person willing to destroy the relationship has the power, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Because if if you're not afraid of, of, of going nuclear, if you're not afraid of the nuclear option, then everything's on the table for you. Whereas right. the, other, the other side in trying to maintain is on the back foot constantly because at any point you can just walk away. And right. and that's exactly what we're doing right now with with the, with the GOP is, and a spokesperson for the GOP said on the record this week, well, you know, if the, if we don't raise the debt ceiling uh, and and the economy implodes, that's probably going to be good for the Republican Party because it makes mm-hmm. them, it makes Biden and the Democrats look bad. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Like the only mm-hmm. people that think that makes the Democrats look bad are already voting Republican. Right. No, nobody else, no sane person believes that because everybody knows that it's Kevin McCarthy with the Freedom Caucus's six foot broomstick up his ass, stopping right. him from making a deal. And it, it, there are lots of details about it, and the details are really stupid. But, yeah. but also one of our one of those uh, congressmen that are now running the the 
the radical side of the the Dem- of the Republican Party mm-hmm. said, "I don't think you I don't think you negotiate with the hostage," which basically says that's exactly what it is. It's a hostage. You give us what we want, or you don't negotiate. And, or it dies, and, right? Right, and that's that's their perspective. And the people like MTG and Matt uh, yes. accused child sex trafficker Gates. They don't care. Uh, charges drops. Charges drops. They, 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 he was an accused child <laughs> sex trafficker. Okay? Um, Formerly investigated for alleged child sex trafficking, Matt Gates. He, he is. He is. He is uh, uh, <laughs> an accused child rapist because he did have sex with a seventeen-year-old, right? And they are a child, Allegedly. and they can't consent. Allegedly, he's accused. I didn't say alleged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Um, okay. So, uh, I will say, uh, factually, demonstrably, certifiably, a sack of shit, Matt Gates. Yeah. yeah, just like no, complete. Yeah. The point and is, you can quote me on that. <laughs> those that group of people want the United States to fail. Mm-hmm. They want to tear it down and put up their own Christo-fascist government. That's what they want. And you can't give in to terror. They are literally terrorists. Yep. Yeah. No, the, it's they're legislative terrorists. Yeah. Which it's great. Like it again, like Matt uh sorry, uh, uh McCarthy, Speaker McCarthy called for a recess yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He said everyone go home. Yeah. We got six days to fix this, or or the US credit rating takes a drop for the first time since two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, go home for a long weekend. It's fine. We'll figure it out on Monday. You you think what? you think our budget's expensive now? Wait till we have to pay a lot more in interest. Oh yeah, that's that's the real the kicker. What they're what they're negotiating on? I don't know if you've seen the details of this, but they're negotiating on their original plan was raise the debt ceiling and cut spending twenty two percent. No, cut spending back to the level of 2022, which sounds perfectly reasonable, except you can't change any of the non-discretionary spending. Uh, Medicare, military, uh, something else. Oh, so it's only it's only the the what do they call it? Not the welfare program. Discretionary spending. That's that's the part that we get to say, hey, we're going to build roads as opposed to ah, the entitlements. Ah, and, ah. But, yeah. But, 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 but there's a problem with that, right? They've increased military spending. Right. So they're saying, okay, let's let's take let's let's use numbers because it's easier. Let's say it's a trillion dollars. It's not it's a lot more than that, but it's yeah. a trillion dollars as twenty twenty two. But by the way, we're going to keep military spending the same, which is now eight hundred million as opposed to in twenty twenty two, where it, it might have been seven hundred million. Yep. And so that additional hundred million has to come out of that little tiny bucket at the top. That three hundred million now gets two hundred million. So that's where those cuts come from. And many of the cuts are more than twenty two percent because of just the percentage of what they get. So the revolutionary sent me a TikTok clip today mm-hmm. uh, from a person from a budgetary office uh, on the yeah. floor of of what of in Washington, right? Who basically stated that. Um, all else being equal, the United States can 100% afford 
the the new budgets that they've passed. The, the spending, the increased spending, is not a problem, except for the Bush and Trump tax cuts eliminated so much tax revenue from our government that we can't afford our bills anymore. Because, and, and if you ask any financial conservative, if you ask any of them. What tax cuts do, they're going to go back to that Ronald Reagan trickle-down thing where you know, when, when the boss pisses on his his uh, uh, subservience and they piss on their subservience, everything trickles down to the people at the bottom who drown and piss. Um, the idea was if you cut taxes, you're going to get renewed investments in business, which increases mm-hmm. tax receipts. So right. people are paying less effective tax, but more people are paying those taxes, yeah. therefore right. it's better except that doesn't happen and didn't happen and has never happened there is no evidence to support that financial theory none because the people getting all the tax benefits just buy more land or stocks or something they reinvest in in build anything right the the other the other part of what i was talking about is this, this budget cuts right so now now on the the bill itself doesn't specify what gets cut right Right. So, so there's this chunk of veterans benefits that you got to cut by 22. percent That's the number everybody's hearing. I, I believe it. Um, and and but it doesn't say what to cut. So Congress has to come up with a bill to say, okay, this is what the spending in this bill is going to be for veterans benefits. Yeah. So now Republicans have to pass a legislative bill that says we're going to cut these programs from veterans benefits. To meet this mark, and they can't do it. You know why? Because it's so freaking unpopular, they won't get reelected. Nobody wants to vote for that shit. Nobody wants to actually cut this stuff. This is all a performative act to yep. crash the economy. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It, they they don't actually want the cuts, or they would have a bill already that said what they were going to cut. It's literally gambling on yeah. on 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 political. Uh, uh, House, I guess that's it, not the right word, but it, it, yes, that's a better way to put it. They're gambling on the the collapse of our of our entire economy, making them more likely to win in twenty twenty four. That's right. all it is, which is yeah. insane because we yeah. still have like eighteen months before we even cast ballots in twenty twenty four. And by the way, those people don't take office until twenty twenty five. So what we're talking right. about is two years. Of our economy falling apart with no way to fix it, and uh, well, ex- except for a new legislation next year, but that's it's, if they're doing this yeah. now, the moment they get this, the re- Republicans, mm, modern Republicans, you know, post Bush, um, if you give them a millimeter, they're going to mm-hmm. take that fingernail grip and sprint ten miles before you have right. any chance of catching up with them. So you can't again. If they're willing to nuke it, what what are your, what is your recourse when you're just trying to keep things working, right? Like it, it's insane. It, it's literally insane. The other thing that will become apparent and why this whole thing Wait, is going to blow back on who's pregnant? Yeah, apparent. Um, <laughs> they, they have to have. Let's the hope baby it's now. not Matt Gates. <laughs> They've been negotiating this over this more than six weeks, so it's they they have to their forced term. Like, yeah, they can't abort anymore. It's too late. Yeah. Is is they are trying to define define the budget priorities, right? Mm. The, the, the current the current bill that they're passing doesn't cut 
anything today. Right. No. Nothing. Raise the debt ceiling and pass that bill. It doesn't cut anything today. That's the part I didn't understand. Okay. What it does is it passes a law that says the next budget will have these cuts in it. Interesting. Yeah, I was going to say because I don't think you can modify existing budgets. You 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 can pass laws to do it, but you, the, the wholesale doing it is is dumb. Right. Um, but the Republicans are in charge of next year's budget. They could just do it. Right. Well, they're going to anyways. So, so, so my point being is that they don't have to do – they're doing this hostage thing yeah. to get Biden to say, yes, I'll agree to these cuts. And then they will point the finger at Biden and say, look at all the cuts he did. Yeah. It was a Biden tax thing. It was a Biden – Like the only, the only thing is he could veto it. He's not – he can't. He can't. It, well, no, it, no. I'm, I'm saying that in the future, if they, if they pass the budget him. without holding him hostage – yeah. Like oh, well, no, it would never get passed. No, it would never get passed. that That's budget. Whatever bullshit budget McCarthy puts through next year is not getting past the Senate. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, which require, I believe, a budget requires it fifty plus one, or is it sixty? Yeah, yeah, it's fifty plus one. Okay, right. Yeah, financials. Right. So, regardless, it's not getting through the Senate. Um, the the other thing that I think we need to remember. In, in in analyzing the the debt ceiling discussion is Kevin McCarthy failed to earn Speaker for the House <laughs> fourteen times in a row, yeah, something like that. More than a baker's that. dozen. It was a lot. <laughs> and the only way for him to get the votes he needed from the Republicans to get his Speaker for the House seat was to basically goatsy himself to the Freedom Caucus <laughs> and say. At any time, this is yours if you would like to just say that I'm done. So he is on a live wire with like 20 idiots on the on the hard right in the House who can just remove him as Speaker at any time. And the problem with that is uh, even if a debt ceiling bill is agreed upon, it still has to go to the floor for vote. Right, it's got to go to the House for vote. It's got to go to the Senate for vote, and the, and the and the president has to sign it. So, even if McCarthy comes to a deal with Biden, but the Freedom Caucus doesn't like it, I don't. I, I'm not sure on the numbers, but I'm worried that the Democrats can't force it through. No, no, the the Republicans have the majority. If the Freedom Caucus doesn't like it, that that even if they come to a deal, it may not go through the House. We may yeah. not get that increase anyway, and and then yeah. at that point, McCarthy could lose his speaker his speakership, and if he does, everything stops until they find yeah. a new speaker for the House. So he it, will he will lose his speakership right. over this. So what because we're, ultimately they're going to have to pass the debt ceiling, right. or Biden will just say the yeah, Amendment. We don't have to. We don't have to. We we we're just going to pay our bills. Yeah. Who cares? The fact that he hasn't – I think I think the real the real solution to all of this was a month ago, Biden mm-hmm. should have said, 14th Amendment, I'm doing it, then we'll figure it out. I'm going to pay the bills, and we'll figure it out after that. And if he had done I, I, that, then the Republicans are on the back foot. Then they're they're yeah. losing the negotiation because the bills are getting paid. We're not they're not in the in, the, in a position of power I, anymore. I think I think he's letting this run 
And the next time they meet, it's like, I've got this 14th Amendment thing going already, so let's come into the deal. Or this is coming into play, and this right, is my – It's all written up, ready to go. I'm signing it right now unless we do something else. ideal is you raise the debt ceiling for two years, not six months, you fuckers. So, and, yeah. and we're not actually going to cut anything. We're just going to cap spending at what it is, and boom, we're done. Um, whole things. Everybody wins, sort of, but McCarthy loses his speakership with that. So Kevin, Kevin uh, from Facebook theorizes that if Biden says it's a deal, enough Dems would, would flip and vote for it. But I don't know. Yeah. I I don't think I don't think the Democratic House is willing to move. Well, they, like they don't need it in the House, right? Unless the, the, the it, no, no. If the Republicans agree to it, it's getting done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there's yeah. there's some thought that any compromise bill will take a hundred Democrats to pass it, and there's probably a hundred Democrats to pass it. I, I think I think the Democrats are aware enough of the massive negative impact not passing it will be right. that they'll just get it done. Yeah, but but I also wonder. Um. Like I, I just I, I but, like, but you're you're not passing any bill that's got cuts to things that are no. all discretionary spending. Yeah, if they no. want to cut twenty two percent, they got to cut twenty two percent across the board. Or actually, it's not even if you if you just take the the payment thing, it's like seven percent. Right. right. Honestly, no. I know it's easy to find all of the money. Military. Yeah. yeah. Done. There it is. There you go. You're done. Or yeah. or I don't know. Fix the tax codes. Yeah. Pretty basic. Well, that's, Democrats are on board if you get rid of the Bush tax cuts, and McCarthy wants to extend them. I think indefinitely. Of course, not Bush Trump tax cuts. Uh, both of them. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the Bush ones are already extended indefinitely, uh, but you can always undo legislation. That's the beautiful absolutely. thing about. Them. Yeah, I, I, I think honestly, honestly, if if the Democrats have their shit together, what they could do is they could just sign any compromise bill just to get the debt ceiling problem fixed so we can move forward and then immediately push forward legislation to undo all of these tax cuts. <laughs> the the first thing and the only thing, and then you filibuster the shit out of it until nothing else gets done but that. Um, I know they don't have that power in the House, but they do have that power in the Senate. And I would love to see something like that because – the, the, as as usual, here's the Republicans playing hardball, and here's the right. Democrats trying to be nice. It's like we can't, we can't. You yeah. can you can play hardball ethically. You can play hardball in in the way that makes things get in a way that gets yeah. things done ethically. You can do that, but I don't think they're all unified in that. I, I don't think we have the leadership for that. I don't think Biden can execute the 14th Amendment until they're out of money. So, right. uh, so, uh, so like, you got 48 hours before we run out of money. He yeah. writes the thing and prints the thing and orders people to do it. And it goes in effect on that day. I think that's when you're going to see it. But I also I also think oh, we're buffering on Facebook. I also think that. Um, there is no less than 50 teams of lawyers ready to challenge that right. to the Supreme Court level overnight if he does. And and you know how long this legislation will take to get through all of that. It'll take months, if not years, to get up to the Supreme Court. You think so? Oh, yeah. But, 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 does, but, that, but. Put, does that put the president's attempts to pay off the debts on hold? 
No, he'll just keep doing his thing. Okay. I, I mean, if they can't stop the payment, well, uh, yeah, because financial financials are are entirely Congress, right? It's all Congress's financials. So, yeah, but the so, president, the president is in charge of the treasury, right? So the Congress allocates the money, and this is this is that whole thing from last time. Yeah. Congress said spend this much money, right? And now they're saying, oh, you can't, and that's a violation of the yeah. whatever that clause was last week that says that they have to really think about what they did. And clearly they didn't. So this spend this money trumps the, Oh no, you can't because that's like a veto. Nope. Nope. Right. I told you to spend the money, but Oh, now I'm saying that you can't because we have this other thing we didn't do. Here comes right? going tough. You wrote me a check. <laughs> you wrote me, exactly. You wrote me a check saying spend this much money. So, you know, I already cashed it, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> More of this, please. Uh, uh, Kevin also mentions to look to Michigan for the example of how to get things done with a one-seat majority. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to do I – know, I know Michigan's t- taken a lot of strides with a Democrat governor and changing yeah. a lot of longstanding policy, but I don't know enough about what Michigan's doing to, to comment on that specifically. But yeah. I'll look into that for sure. Um, is there, are there any other topics we wanted to touch on? Um, what else was on our list? Oh, there were just more DeSantis stuff. We didn't talk about so many, uh, so, so much to say. I'm, honestly, I, like, I hate that we have to keep talking about that fucker, but like, he mm-hmm. really is in well, the news a lot. I mean, just the list of thing he has, yeah. he has a person who's a registered foreign agent acting yeah. as his spokesperson. Yep. Uh, for, registered uh, with a, with a former Soviet citizen, now leader of Georgia or formerly former president of Georgia. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. And, he also is having his government-paid staff, not his campaign staff, his government-paid staff. So my people who work yep. for me yep. Yep. fundraise for him in his campaign, which is clearly – it has to be illegal. That, so he's fundraising for people on the, on the government dime. Yeah, That has forward. to be illegal. Has to be illegal. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, nothing will come of that because we live in fascist Florida, but... Right. Mm. Who's going to investigate? Is it Attorney General? No. Terrible. Yeah. No, it's awful. The only thing that will happen is he'll get drummed out of office, and then he'll go to jail. Jesus. That's, that's, That's actually... That's actually... That would be hilarious. He gets elected president... And then the state of Florida and prosecutes state, him. <laughs> prosecutes him for campaign finance. <laughs> there is no chance the next Republican uh, governor of this state would prosecute uh, DeSantis. There's, there's no yeah, that's, we, we need it. We need a miracle to to, to turn it all over. But uh, uh, I think Jim's doing something weird. Is it? Pray, pray, pray to Santa Claus for a miracle. It, it, it may be. Uh, it may be my on my end, but uh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those, uh, those are the two things that I wanted to bring up. We yeah. Can talk about. Yeah, those are good. Um, yeah. So Christina Pushaw, that's that's the lady. She she mm-hmm. worked for the former president of the former Soviet state of Georgia, not right. 2021 national champions of college football Georgia, uh, no. former, former Russian Soviet state of Georgia, Georgia yeah. Uh, who, yeah. Last name we can't name we can't even pronounce. There's not a lot of information about what 
this person may or may not have done for the former president of Georgia, but what we do know is um, it's just not a good look for Ron DeSantis yeah. to to have somebody who works as a for. I mean, Paul Manafort was not a good look for for Orange Forty Five, no, right? And, you know, you saw where that corruption comes from. It's yeah. an easy parallel, even if it's not true. It's an yeah. easy parallel. I mean, well, I mean, DeSantis is trying to, you know, model himself after Trump in so many different ways. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I, I, that's exactly in what a twisty kind of way. It's nothing funnier to me than all of these Republicans looking to former Soviet agents for yeah. for help. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So that's fine. Uh, he won't win election. Uh, no problem. I make this happen easy. This uh, oh, the last thing I do want to discuss that I think is worth bringing up is the weird uh, potential uh, ongoing disciplinary actions regarding that doctor who performed the abortion on the 10-year-old girl. Yeah. Uh, which is... Horrible on every level. Yeah. Uh, so my understanding is is this 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 poor girl was was raped, mm-hmm. impregnated by in Ohio rapist, in Ohio, where in they Ohio. recently passed an in, uh, an, uh, an abortion ban, uh, right. if, effectively making it impossible for this girl to get an abortion. So she goes to Indiana. Yeah. And and the doctor there performs the abortion, and then an investigation was opened, and then there was something to do with. Uh, him disclosing client information as her, the reason. Her disclosing client, but but originally the investigation was this is improper. You can't do that, and they tried to take away her license. And she did it for the abortion itself. Really? Because in Indiana, Indiana wants to do the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're very anti-abortion, but they but can't. It's, it's not legislated it. yet, right? Right. Well, okay. Good. So good. so it's or or in Indiana the, the abortion was legal because of incest and all that other kind of exceptions right. that right. Will people all the normal need. all the normal exceptions yeah 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 so the, they eventually found her inappropriately discussing the case in public that was it and and under no circumstances can they find any evidence that she said anything other than age and location right so so well well within HIPAA rules um, well, with an yeah, no, there, no defining characteristics. No blonde hair. No, yeah, five yeah, no, no two, nothing, nothing no, to to specify who the patient was. Ten years old, a girl in Indiana, which I think needs to be discussed. I, I props yeah. to the doctor for discussing it publicly at all. Um, and they said she used it for political purposes, and that's why they fined her three thousand dollars. They tried to find all kinds of legal things that weren't true. Right? They lied a bunch about it. Right? If and, you read about the article, it's it's crazy. And, and if I recall correctly, I remember reading that there's a there's a a secondary investigation into the people uh, pushing the the complaints, basically right. for for not not slander, but a similar kind of like. You know, you can't make shit up and file charges on making shit up. That's illegal. Yeah. So that kind yeah. of thing, as as like a as like a reaction to trying right. to punish a person for doing their job. Right. So yeah, it, they should. It's no, it's a mess. I I hope anybody involved in trying to press charges uh, sees jail time. Uh, they won't, yeah. but I hope they do. Um, yeah. It's it's terrible. Do we? Oh. By artist. Uh, he did say Zoom was being weird, so maybe he'll be back in a minute. Um, did you have any well-dones? 
Um, the only well done I oh, have, no. <laughs> and it's it's a it's a negative well done. Uh, all right, let me let me find something positive while you do that. Oh, oh, before we do well done, sorry, I had one other one other thing that came up earlier today. Um, the British, the official British Cycling League, or whatever governing body they have on British cycling, has officially banned transgender women from competing in women's events. So so male to female trans trans people cannot compete in women's events anymore yeah. in, in the UK. That, so that's, uh, that's like my well done, which is, yeah. you know, I have another one, which is the Supreme Court gutted the Clean Water Act. Mm, which yes, yes. Just goes to show that Supreme Court people are stupid. Oh, water doesn't flow in a swamp, so therefore it's not covered. Let's what? build it. What? Yeah. That's just it. Are they defining flow as visible movement on the surface by a by a, in a, in a on the highway? Decision of which Kavanaugh was in the in the minority. What? The court said the Clean Water Act does not forbid developing marsh areas or dry creek beds because the water does not flow regularly and directly from a river, lake, or bay. Hey, here's here's an idea. Let's ask New Orleans how yeah. well developing in a flooded area, a previously flooded area, goes. It, it by because they don't understand how water flows. Obviously, yeah. Water, water in a in a marsh is not stagnant. It flows. It moves. Yeah. It is flowing, and that's what people had said before. Yeah. Hey, yeah. it just because there's not a river directly attached to it doesn't mean this water doesn't move. I mean, looking at Everglades and like the tide. <laughs> right. right. No. No. Even better than that, water flows through dirt. Yeah, actively. Exactly. It, it, like yeah. when you talk about the water table, right? What it means yeah. is not just visibly standing surface water. We're also talking about uh, 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 subsurface water it, that it yeah. moves. It's actively moving. Right. Anyway, everybody in- knows that the water table is when you've got your kitchen sink and you're washing dishes and you get a little splish splash onto the granite. That's the water table. <laughs> so, so there are many places where water flows only part of the year. Right. And they're saying, well, that's not protected. You can go ahead and dump your shit there because that's not flowing water. It's like, well, it does flow. That's a mountaintop. It does flow into other things. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, those guys, are, they're just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am, I used to think Supreme Court justices were smart people, but these guys are stupid. Oh, oh yeah. So, no. so this is, this is a brilliant, like, way to highlight how you can be intelligent in one thing and unintelligent in another, right? It's very possible to be brilliant at case law and not understand basic physics, right? Like right. that's, it's very possible. Smart and dumb is a spectrum. It's not, it's yeah. not just, you know, a person with an IQ of 170, that doesn't mean shit. It just means that you know something about how to read and take tests. It, well, maybe we need to expand the court with people who have more modern, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who's a technologist, somebody who's right. a scientist, right. who understands how water flows. But but what that I think I think that has more to do with the flaws in the way in which cases are brought to the Supreme Court. 
Plus, plus all of the issues we have with activist Supreme Court judges on the right wing. So you know, you know the kicker to this. Hmm. This this is the one that that'll that'll kick you in the nuts. I don't think I'm I'm not looking forward to this. It it was brought by a couple in Idaho who uh-huh. bought bought a quarter acre of land on a marsh because they thought it would be great to build a thing to put their boat and then they could get to the lake. So there's a lake nearby, and and they ran into trouble because the marsh was protected and you needed permits to build and they sued I think 10 years ago this thing has been going through the courts for 10 years and they finally won their judgment in the Supreme Court and because they wanted a boat dock they wanted to build a house on a marsh and they bought the land to do it they they literally bought this land for this case. I, I can't but, afford but, to flip my table, but I really want to flip my table right but now. That's not the kicker. The, the You're going to get water all over your shoes anyway. And and maybe you won't recognize this name, but their last name is, is Sackett. And Sacketts are billionaires. Wait, are they have the wherewithal to do this? So they So they did this on purpose. Yes. They, what what are the sackets invested in? Um, they're sacket shit. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Hold on. I mean, I spelled the family name. Let me. I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll put it's, it fine. it's not a big deal. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, I have a couple of actually good news things. Um. Uh, uh, oh, as do I. This one, okay, we'll go back and forth. Um, okay. This, you can take this how you want to take this. I think it's a good thing. Apple has announced a multi-billion dollar deal with Broadcom to start manufacturing more of their components here in the United States. So that's jobs, that's cash flow, that's positive economic impact. We're bringing taxable monies back into the United States. Love it. Good news. What you got, artist? All right, so uh, there has been a petition to remove the school board member in Hernando County who targeted the teacher for showing a Disney movie in class. Yes, yes. Uh, That petition has reached over 18,000 signatures. Mm. I wish that did something. uh, Okay, well, (laughs) moving on to my next well done. The moveon.org stuff, I I love Uh, it because it's it's a great show of solidarity, but... So I will, I will change corrected the spelling of their last name is different. So they're not the people I thought they were. Oh, it's not, it's not the Sackets. It's some Sackets. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's those Sackets of shit, not just, not the Sackets of shit. Some Sackets shit. Um, here's a good one. France has Mm -hmm. banned domestic short haul flights if there is a train route alternative. That is fantastic. Well done to France for giving a shit about not burning the entire globe uh, overnight. So so I have an anti-well done. Oh no! Okay, and then we'll do the artist. Artist, did you have another one? Uh, I think so, but I gotta gotta track it down again. So Canadian and then artist and then back to me. I would like to give a hearty, sarcastic well done to um, Henry Kissinger on turning 100 years old. (laughs) I'll strike out for this one. Henry Kissinger, get fucked. 
And and to celebrate all the people whose lives he ended by the policies he he enacted. And and just don't take my word for it. I'm going to read a quote from uh, the late Anthony Bourdain. As follows. Once you've been to Cambodia, you'll never stop wanting to beat Henry Kissinger to death with your bare hands. You'll never again be able to open a newspaper and read about that treacherous, provocating, murderous scumbag sitting down for a nice chat with Charlie Rose or attending a black tie affair for a new glossy magazine without choking. Witness what Henry did in Cambodia, the fruits of his genius for statesmanship, and you'll never understand why he's not sitting in the dock of the Hague next to Milosevic. As well, while Henry continues to nibble nori rolls and remark at A-list parties, Cambodia, the neutral nation he secretly and illegally bombed, invaded, undermined, and then threw to the dogs, is still trying to raise itself on one of its remaining legs. So that's a posthumous well done to Anthony Bourdain. (laughs) (laughs) The world lost a a hero and maintained a real sack of shit. (laughs) Can we just like trade them? Can we? Sack of shit doing sack of shit things. Somebody call God and get Bourdain back and get rid of (laughs) – what the – Christ. Anyway, well done to Anthony Bourdain for calling it like he sees it. Um, Yeah. I have an – Okay, so we want want Bourdain – we want Bourdain and Robin Williams, and we can give you like so many oh, freaking yeah, Republicans. So many. We can. There's a lot of like partial souls we can trade in exchange for whole souls. It's easy. Uh, oh yeah, uh, artist. Did you did you find your well done? Yes. Uh, so a youth pastor from Tulare uh, has been sentenced for child molestation back in the nineties. He got three a three hundred year sentence. So good luck, good good luck, good luck serving that. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well done. Uh, well done to the. Are, yeah. are all of his places of seating made of broomsticks? I hope so. That should be a thing. Everywhere they should be splintered broomsticks. Sit. No, it's just it's just a broomstick on like six inch spacing. Is that yeah, a, but is the that a, but the broomstick handles should oh, have. Oh yeah, they're all, they're all old and splintery. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. All, like like the, one of those curses may live in interesting times. Is it may may all your broomsticks be butt plugs? Is that <laughs> monkey paw curls? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's here's an act, here's another uh, positive mm. one for us. Colorado has officially repealed their law limiting municipal internet making it easier for local towns and cities to make their own networks to compete with big providers. Huge. Absolutely huge. Municipal Internet has always been the solution to the problem with Internet providers, uh, throttling connections, charging out the ass for for terrible services. it's it's just it's any for anybody who cares about net neutrality and pushing forward better internet municipal internet is the way to go well done to colorado for taking a step in the right direction yeah if only we could do banks that way like you know post office is also a bank that kind of thing huh has anyone ever done that i don't know but it sounds like a really good idea i think there's legs to this concept i think there's there's something there yeah huh like maybe maybe Europe like, has it. Like a bank without a profit motive? Yeah. Huh. Exactly. Like 
like huh. maybe uh, the the people that profit are the members. Mm. Yeah, huh. like to extend them credit. Uh, yeah, just well, a place to get your check deposit, and write a check, yeah, and yeah, have. Yeah. 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 Well, I think on that pie in the sky dream, we should end it there. <laughs> Uh, this has been the One Man Revolution podcast. We are available anywhere fine podcasts are sold for free. Um, we've got Apple, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Google. Sometimes we're on YouTube. Uh, you can always find and us. We're on the dark web. Well. It's actually pretty well lit. We pay our light bills. Uh, <laughs> you can find our well lit corner of the dark web at onemanrevolution.org. Uh, where you can always download the full high-quality audio for free. Um, and you can al- always follow along on Friday night, most most Friday nights, uh, live on Facebook at facebook.com slash omrpodcast. Uh, with that, I am the comrade. I'm the Canadian. Uh, and I am Santos Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and to quote the revolutionary, while he is abroad, stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>